Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com. It's Wednesday, February 9th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. As the legislature continues to debate congressional redistricting, a bipartisan commission in charge of redrawing the boundaries for Missouri's House seats has already come to a unanimous decision. There are questions surrounding the new House map, including whether it will lead to more competitive races. The idea is if you have more races that are contested, then you may have to have more candidates that uh, have to worry a little bit more about the general election and, and can't focus simply on primary elections. A University of Missouri political scientist speaks with St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg about the new House map in just a few minutes. Talk of those new House districts comes as the Missouri Senate tries to find common ground on a map that would redraw the state's congressional districts. A filibuster that started Monday afternoon around 5 paused yesterday after more than 30 hours with no agreement. The Senate is expected to reconvene today. A redistricting plan passed by members of the House would maintain Missouri's congressional delegation of six Republicans and two Democrats. The Senate's conservative caucus is pushing for a map that would likely mean the election of seven GOP members. Republican State Senator Bob Onder from St. Charles read messages in the chamber yesterday from Missourians favoring a 7-1 makeup. Control of Congress is held by a razor-thin edge. Democrats around the country are playing hardball, and we're playing patty cake. Onder was supporting an amendment that would have created the seven likely Republican congressional districts, but that measure was rejected. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker plans to lift an indoor masking order for most public places. The announcement is expected today. Pritzker's immediate focus will be on easing COVID-19 orders for common indoor areas that draw traffic like bars, restaurants, and museums. He will maintain the mask order for schools, even though a judge has issued a temporary restraining order against the restriction. That ruling is under appeal. Pritzker hinted at the announcement yesterday, citing a significant drop in COVID-19 hospitalizations since January. St. Louis's health director says Missouri's actions on public health are making it more difficult to fight COVID-19, especially in non-white communities. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports. Dr. Monty Chetuayo Davis says Governor Mike Parson allowing the public health emergency to expire and Attorney General Eric Schmidt suing schools over mask mandates is making it harder to keep COVID numbers in check. She also says Missouri has a long-standing history of underfunding public health. And when that trickles down to local jurisdictions, it means we have very limited budget to do this work and we have staff that are underpaid and overworked who are burnt out and so we cannot do um, effective um, implementation of these strategies. Davis says those problems are felt more severely in communities of color because the health care system denies them equal access. Davis made her comments during a Washington University forum on COVID and racial inequity. I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. A new area code is coming to St. Louis. The Missouri Public Service Commission says 557 will be attached to some phone numbers as soon as August. Anybody with a 314 area code will keep their number. This has been in the works for more than 20 years. The commission says 557 was first approved in 2000, but implementation was delayed to, quote, allow time to test the effectiveness of telephone number conservation efforts. Those efforts were apparently successful, leading to the roughly two-decade delay. 
Cinema St. Louis will soon search for a new leader. Executive Director Cliff Freilich is retiring. St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports. Freilich will leave Cinema St. Louis in June after spending 19 years with the organization. It hosts the St. Louis International Film Festival, the Robert Classic French Film Festival, and Q-Fest. His departure follows the festival's efforts to survive disruptions during the coronavirus pandemic. Freilich says pivoting festivals to the internet has helped to keep the organization afloat. He hopes a new leader will continue to find different ways to attract audiences. I think it sometimes takes somebody new to come in and actually identify brand new paths forward. And so I I think they're going to be looking for that sort of innovation and fresh perspective. Freilich plans to continue volunteering with the organization after he retires. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio. As Missouri's legislature continues to debate the makeup of the state's congressional districts, a bipartisan commission in charge of redrawing Missouri's state house boundaries recently agreed on a map. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg spoke with University of Missouri political scientist Peveril Squire about his overall impression of the new house map, which has received unanimous support. It's probably the best that uh, both sides could probably have hoped to, to get uh, and have support from the commission. Uh, you know, it would take more than a simple majority vote for the commission to approve them. Uh, that gave the Democrats a little bit more leverage than people might anticipate, given that they're the minority party in the legislature. The General Assembly on the House side won't be dramatically changed by the maps, but it will probably uh, produce a few more competitive districts and probably give the Democrats a chance to pick up a few more seats than they've held over the last couple of elections. What are some of maybe the bigger changes that you see compared to the current map? I think what you've seen, of course, is, is, is population growth has been uh, uh, more rapid in, in suburban areas uh, than in rural areas. And, and so you're going to see more uh, districts that are uh, combined where the rural influence is, is linked to some of the suburban districts. Uh, and, and that's going to change the composition of the legislature a little bit. It, it will be a little less focused on rural interests uh, and a little bit more focused on on the interests of people who live in in, uh, more urban areas. So why do you think both Republican commissioners and Democratic commissioners were not only able to agree, but agree unanimously on this map? Well, it was a little bit of a surprise, and and, and I think uh, they were, uh, both sides were probably uh, a little worried about uh, turning it over to a panel of judges, probably the Republicans more concerned about what might change. I, I don't think, again, there were much prospects for dramatic changes, just given the way the population's distributed and the rules under which they have to operate. But the fact that the commission could come to a unanimous uh, agreement at a time when uh, that's a fairly rare thing to see in American politics uh, is a signal that both sides thought that these uh, uh, maps were acceptable uh, and, and not uh, skewed heavily in favor of either party. Do you feel that maybe one side gave more concessions than the other with this map? It's not clear. I think the fact that there are probably a few more competitive seats and maybe the Republicans will lose their supermajority uh, in the General Assembly, at least on the House side. Um, you know, that, that that may be the Republicans making some concession, but it, it, it's a fairly small one. And, and 
control of the legislature is unlikely to shift uh, any time over the next few elections. So what does this mean kind of for politics and for at least in the House side if, if these districts do become more competitive, some of them? Certainly in, in uh, the, the coming fall elections, we may see more seats that are uh, contested. A lot of, uh, you know, over half the seats in the, in the House have been uncontested in recent years. I think we'll see more races that are contested. And the idea is if you have more races that are contested, then you may have to have more candidates that uh, have to worry a little bit more about the general election and, and can't focus simply on primary elections. The Senate commission failed. Um, it will now go to a panel of judges. What are your predictions on how that map is going to turn out? It probably, again, won't be any dramatic shift from the current map. There will be a few changes. My guess is Boone County will be involved in, in one of those changes, and it will make a district that's probably a little more competitive for the, the Democrats than the seat uh, uh, that's in place now. Uh, so, again, we may see a few um, shifts in, in the composition of the Senate. Uh, they won't be dramatic. They won't happen quickly because, of course, not every seat will be contested in, in 2022. That was University of Missouri political scientist Peveril Squire speaking with St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg. Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.